The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. colliersrural.co.nz Time to go stateside now to catch up with our US correspondent out of Washington, D.C., Amy Thaler. Morning, Amy. Good morning, BK. It is a stunning morning here today. Beautiful, beautiful. All the blossoms are out. It's looking great in Washington, is it? It is. Yeah, we've had great weather. Yeah, yesterday and today are great. Fantastic. All right, well, let's start. We've got a few things to touch on today. I saw a story in some photographs the other day uh, of chaos at the border. What is going on? Well... Is it or isn't it? It is one of the biggest topics in D.C. lately. It's the expiration of Title 42, which was a pandemic-era policy that allowed U.S. Border Patrol to expel migrants and asylum seekers. That policy expired on Friday, and everyone expected hordes and hordes of people to rush the border. And in fact, the U.S. government sent thousands of workers to the border to prepare for the influx, only to find about 60,000 migrants waiting. Turns out there is about a 50% drop in what they call migrant encounters, according to Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. But there's still a migrant issue. Border Patrol projects it will have over 45,000 migrants in custody by the end of the month. With the expiration of Title 42, the Biden administration is now dusting off Title VIII, a decades-old law which provides for the deportation of anyone who's entered the country without a legal basis. Now, migrants are being warned that under Title VIII, they could face expedited removal and a five-year re-entry ban. And, of course, the Democrats and Republicans are bickering about what to do. Yes, I'm sure that's going to continue on. All right, let's talk about George Santos and a story about him you called it Lie, Lie, Pants on Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's a Republican representative from New York who, as it was discovered post-election, campaigned on lie after lie after lie. He was finally charged by federal prosecutors with fraud, 13 counts of fraud to include money laundering, stealing public money, wire fraud, and making false statements to Congress. Santos pled not guilty, Natch, refused to resign, and said it was a witch hunt. Wonder where we, he got that from, and that he would keep fighting to defend his innocence. Uh, several Republicans are calling for him to resign, but Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is not. If convicted, he could be looking up to twenty years in prison. Hard to believe that he's still in the House, uh, which leads us on to um, good old forty-five. His legal defeat last week that hasn't gone down well with with him, has it? No, and uh, in other winter news, according to former President Trump, he was found liable for sexual abuse and defamation in the civil case brought by writer E. Jean Carroll. Now, this suit was a civil case and not a criminal one because the statute of limitations had expired. So it was brought under the 2022 New York law called the Adult Survivors Act, which allows victims of abuse a one-time opportunity to sue those responsible. So after deliberating for less than three hours, the federal jury of only three women, along with six men, awarded Ms. Carroll $5 million in damages and a smile on my face. 45 (laughs) is currently facing four criminal and one civil case uh, in other jurisdictions. So more to come, hopefully, on that one. I'm sure he will fight that. He's not going to go down without a fight, is he? 
No, they are going to appeal that award, yeah. but um, yeah. hopefully that one sticks. Okay, let's go to Sport NBA playoffs um, underway at the moment. Yeah, so there's uh, the next round is starting, and uh, I think the next game is tonight and uh, tomorrow. But the interesting thing about the NBA playoffs this year is that the final four is the same matchup that we had in 2020 at the Walt Disney World Resort COVID bubble. So back in the bubble, the LA Lakers took the title, and a lot of folks claimed it wasn't a legitimate or real title, right? But that win actually wasn't easy. I don't know if you remember, but Kobe um, Bryant was killed January 26th of 2020, right? I was actually in the LA airport when that news broke. I don't think I'll ever forget it. It was just surreal. And Lakers had to... uh, overcome a lot to win that title all the teams struggled really with the season being canceled and restarted in the bubble and all of the restrictions that came along with it so this year it'll be really interesting to see Mm. who will be in the finals will it be a 2020 rematch between the lakers and the heat or perhaps a classic lakers versus celtics matchup or maybe my beloved lakers will be out and we'll see a heat nuggets game who knows but what i do know is there's going to be some really good basketball to watch well i'm sure my producer mark is pleased with that review of the nba all right and yeah we're going to wrap today with a, a fun fact about prince yeah so minnesota governor uh tim Waltz signed a bill last week to dedicate a seven mile stretch of highway that runs past the home and recording studio of music legend prince the road will now be known as the Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway, and it will be replete with purple road signs. But that's not that's not all. The best part, I think, was the governor signed the bill with a purple pen. So oh. let's go crazy. Oh, nice. And hopefully may even have some purple rain there. You just never know, do you? You never know, right? Dr- drive down there and wear your raspberry beret and you'll be sweet. Hey, great to catch up, Amy, and we'll do it again next week. Well done, VK. Have a good one. It's a quarter two.